0: I mean, the, the hope for Woodburn Corner is that we are the hub for everything pyrography, a place for all artists to be able to come, learn from each other, connect with each other, grow. Um, so, you know, my, my whole goal is to support artists in any way and every way that I can.
1: Welcome to Peak Pyrography, where we discuss artistry and process with creators in the wood burning and pyrography community. I'm your host, Justine Fetty. I started wood burning in 2020 and haven't looked back since. On today's episode, we have Rachel Strauss. She's the hands, heart, and mind behind Woodburn Corner. She and I sit down and talk about all things community building, wood burning, and so much more. Rachel is highly involved in the community and is a huge uh, proponent of building the community and bringing wood burning to everyone, making it accessible and making sure that we we're putting community over competition. It was so much fun to talk with her. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Hi, welcome on. It's so good to have you today.
0: I'm so happy to do this and so glad that you are doing this.
1: Well, I wouldn't be doing it without you. And like, I can't even tell you how much you personally have inspired me as an artist and with all of this. like. I wouldn't have my Peak Pyro Instagram if it weren't for the Woodburn uh, Pyrography and the Business Summit, summit that, yeah. that you did last spring. I You said something in there like, go make an Instagram and follow all the accounts. And then I was like, that's a good idea. And Instagram, the podcast, it's all kind of grown from there.
0: I love it. That's so great to hear. Thank you for telling me that. That's always just nice to hear that. You know, you found the community and you've like, not just joined it, but you are creating stuff for the community on top of it with this podcast, it just that just warms my heart like you wouldn't believe.
1: Uh, it's so exciting. I'm so ha- I'm so excited about this. and I'm so happy to have you on. Um, le- real quick, where can listeners find you? You're Rachel Strauss from Woodburn Corner
0: yes i am and you can find me uh for woodburn corner on pretty much every platform that exists um we're on instagram that's usually like where the larger community is um but you can find us at woodburncorner.com um on pinterest on TikTok, on facebook you know all of the usual places but we're woodburn corner everywhere um and then we have uh smaller groups the burn club is our larger email list. Uh, We have over 5,000 members. They're all wood burning artists of different stages. And um, we also have the smaller group, uh, which is Burn Club Plus, which is my um, subscription service. Um, It's a much smaller group of wood burning artists and we meet and we chat and you know all about that. And um, (laughs) yes, it's so much fun. Tons of fun.
1: Yeah, I I love wood Burn Club Plus, it's a nice place to bounce ideas off of other pyros and
0: exactly. learn from them. Yeah, yeah. I like to say it's an inclusive yet exclusive club, you know, because it <laughs> is it's an exclusive club, but we are completely inclusive of anybody and everybody who has a wood burning tool who just wants to sit around with like-minded people and chat about wood burning and business and life and all of that stuff. And so it's just like a wonderful place for everybody to come together and share ideas and share information and um, help each other out.
1: That's great. Woodburn Corner, where did the name come from? Because I love it and it fits so well with everything you do.
0: And here's the thing, it did not When I first started out, I was just a wood-burning artist making art, selling art. It was not ever the intention of this to be a hub of pyrography. Like, that was never my intention with it. Um, The idea, the actual name itself came from my husband, uh, Mr. Woodburn Corner himself. Um, (laughs) He... um, I was literally making art in the corner of our spare bedroom and he was like, what about Woodburn corner? And I was like, I love it. Like, let's do it. And I just ran with it and kind of haven't looked back. And the fact that it's been able to grow with my business in the way that it has kind of blows my mind because it was not ever the intention. So it's, it's been really cool to see that it's not just my corner anymore. Like it's a corner of the, internet it's the corner of the world it's this little corner that we can all meet in and collaborate and you know be this amazing tight-knit community that we are and so it's um it's been pretty awesome to see that it can grow in the way that it has
1: absolutely like when I I think when I first stumbled on you I was like Woodburn Corner oh she she must be the expert she's got like the corner on the market
0: Uh, yeah, without realizing that that, that was, my, the, you know, where it was going to go. But here we are. And um, I just got lucky, really. Yeah.
1: Lucky. Yeah. You kind of went from like Cinderella in my own little corner to I got the corner on the market. I, yeah, it's
0: great. Yeah. Yeah. The I mean, the the hope for Woodburn Corner is that we are the hub for everything pyrography, a place for all artists to be able to come, learn from each other, connect with each other, grow. Um so you know, my my whole goal is to support artists in any way and every way that I can, um, and just to help everybody kind of live their best life and follow this amazing passion that is wood burning.
1: That's awesome. When did you start wood burning?
0: I originally picked up my first wood burning tool, uh, in 2010, uh, in preparation for my wedding, we had a whole bunch of DIY stuff. Um, I was getting married in Maine, in the woods. And I was like, I want, you know, kind of that rusticy feel, but, but like a little more modern contemporary. And so I went to, um, uh, just Michael's stores and walked in and was just walking around, looking at things and walked down the wood aisle and, they used to have this wood piece with a bird on it that was like burned in. Um, And I was like, ooh, like that could be cool. And so I literally bought myself a piece of basswood and bought myself a Walnut Hollow versatile. took it home and kind of haven't looked back since. So it's been, it was like, I just, I found it, I did it, I loved it and just kept going.
1: Yes, that's, Everybody's story is so different, but it's all like I picked it up and never put it down.
0: <laughs> it's because it's just the best art form. It is. It's it, so
1: it is. It's
0: versatile and it's it involves all the senses and it just it feels good, it smells good, it looks beautiful, and you just can never really get bored with it because there's just so much you can do within this space. And so everybody can kind of carve out their own corner of the wood burning world and everybody has their own unique style and it's just it's so much fun to like actually do it and talk about it and the people that do it are just like the coolest nicest people and so it just for some reason wood burning draws in just like the best people ever and so it's it's been a wonderful place to make friends um and connect with these like-minded folks it's been great
1: yeah I mean, I, I love to be part of this community and to have access to and everybody's been so welcoming and open and it doesn't matter if you're tracing a template for the first time or if you're like the expert on crazy yeah. shading.
0: Yeah. yeah, everybody is so warm and wonderful. It's been awesome. It didn't used to be that way. Um, But I think everybody has kind of really embraced this idea of community over competition. And in doing that, we've created this wonderful safe space for everybody to ask questions and kind of improve at a much faster rate than you would if you were on your own on an island, you know, and so um, it's you feel less alone. When you have a community that you can connect with, um, you grow faster, you make fewer mistakes, you save money. Like there's just so many positives to embracing community. And I think it's something that our particular community has done a really good job of. And we're like a shining example of what can happen when people come together.
1: Yes. What are you working on right now?
0: Oh, so many things. Currently, as we're recording this, I'm working on putting together the Woodburn Sessions. Um, But we also have Burnt Week coming up. We're going to be doing another uh, huge summit. Um, I'm also hosting an artist residency, and that's going to be happening next month. Um, Yay! very exciting. And, um, I mean, there's, we're also, oh, our book, our next book is coming out, too. We are finishing that up right now. So there's a lot of things happening all at once. Um, I've got the best partner in crime with this Woodburn Corner thing, uh, Basha um, of Fineline Pyro. And she is just, she's the reason why it is all so much fun and why so much can get done and get done really well. So um, we've been working nonstop on kind of all of the things right now. It's been um, December we kind of took off and January has been just like go, 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 go. So there's lots of fun things coming up. Uh, especially once this comes out, it will, there will be a lot of, um, really exciting things happening. So just watch the Woodburn Corner space, join Burn Club. You'll know about everything.
1: (laughs) Yes. There you go. The Burn Club is the free newsletter. So you'll get all the updates and you'll get everything in there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Woodburn Corner is that, that's your full-time gig right now that's what you do.
0: This is what I do. It- yes. I wouldn't say full time. I'm, I'm full time, a homeschool teacher for my three kids um, okay. and taking care of them, um, taking care of the house and the dogs and, you know, the meals and all of that stuff. But Woodburn corner is where my creative energy goes. That's where, uh, the passion is. That's, you know, it, it, helps me to feel like me uh, when I have something like Woodburn Corner that I can invest in and all of these different people that I can help. And that is like what's so exciting for me. So um, yes, it's my full-time thing, but also no.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. And yeah. that that falls in line with some with a quote that I found from you that was something I love to do and it's a big driving force with everything in Woodburn Corner is helping people. It's why you teach, why you coach, why you write your book, why you started Burn Club and Burn Club Plus.
0: I wrote that? Go me. That sounds lovely. It's absolutely true. I mean, it really is. Um, I've always been a helper my whole life. I have lots of younger siblings. Um, I was a nurse. I was a nanny. I think it's just kind of who I am is to help in any way that I can. That's what brings me joy. And so my coaching um, through Burn Club Plus, through all of the different challenges that we do, um, the Woodburn sessions and showcasing these different artists and their techniques and what they can do and helping the community by watching these different things, the summit, it it all just kind of, when you look at it, at what it all actually is, I think it's just my drive to help as many people as I can while I'm here. And,
1: and it's so obvious, you're, you're so prolific. And like, I'm scrolling through my Instagram stories. And it's like, I was on a co- coaching call with Rachel, and she said this, or I was talking to Woodburn Corner, and she said this. And I mean, I see it everywhere. So it's, that's it's getting so out there and it's fun to see.
0: Thank you. Um, I, I enjoy it. It is. It It's a selfish thing to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Like I love. It is, but I
1: you wouldn't be you without it.
0: But I just I love that when I can say just one thing and then someone takes that and they turn it into something else and I get to watch them flourish like that is like, oh, just the coolest thing ever. And I can't get enough of it
1: amazing so do you do any burning right now for yourself or for lately I
0: haven't lately I haven't been I'm going to be completely honest with you I have been picking up paints and colored pencils and markers and gouache and watercolor pastels and all sorts of different materials lately um even like textural things and I've lately I've been spending a lot of time on one canvas where when i feel like i just want to go spend time with myself i go up into the office and i just keep adding to this thing and i don't care if it's any good like that's not the purpose of it right now right now for me it's just about spending time with my creative self and playing and so that's kind of what i've been focusing on lately um i would burn on occasion when i have like a class that i'm teaching i do corporate classes um, for large companies um but other than that I've kind of stopped with the wood burning at not stopped entirely but like stepped away from it for a little bit while I focus on other things and this house has taken up a lot of my creative <laughs> energy I'm not gonna lie we moved into a large house that needs a lot of updating and that has been um a, a big part of my creative energy for sure
1: and I've I've watched some of your Instagram stories and there's been a lot going on and I'm impressed with what you've been able to accomplish.
0: I haven't even updated it in so long. I I owe you all some serious updates because we've gotten a lot done since I updated it last. It's just been um, kind of one thing after another, you know, and then being so busy with Woodburn Corner right now and all of the upcoming events that we have. um, I just haven't had a chance to update everybody, but I will. Well, maybe by the time this comes out, you all will have the update on the house as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be uh, great. Yeah. Um, what would you say when, when you are burning, what would you say your style is?
0: Oh, line drawings through and through. Um, I have done almost every style that exists. I've at least tried it out to see if I like it. Um, I am not a photo realism person. I, like immediate gratification. And that is not that you need a ton of patience in order to be able to do that. And um, while it's beautiful and amazing, it is just not my jam. Uh, My jam is line drawings. I love simple, beautiful line drawings. I think that that is um, can be really impactful. And um, it's quick. So I really enjoy that. It's quick and it's
1: fun. Um, mm-hmm. I was going through, flipping through, because you have the Woodburn book, and then the Community yeah. Book of Templates, Volume 1 and Volume 2, and I was flipping through those yeah. and going, oh, I, I like these ones from Rachel. So I did a couple of them the other night. I did your poppies one.
0: The pop- that's um, my most famous piece. That piece has been used for so many different things, community challenges. We used it. Um, Bosh and I did a collaboration together and made a um, radial symmetry design. We've used it for um, all just all sorts of things that that piece has been used for. It's also in the the Woodburn book too. So it has just been used for so many different things. Um, and poppies are my favorite flower on earth. So it is like a personal thing too. They're California poppies. I'm a California girl. So like it just is. Um, there you that go. That piece means a yeah
1: yeah. And it was such a fun piece to pick up and burn. And I was, I had like an hour, and I was like, okay, these two pieces. I did this poppy one, and then I did your lighthouse one. Um, That was and both of them were of the book of yes, yes. Um, both of them were like so much fun to do. With the, they were so simple, so fun. I could use my favorite nib, which is my spoon shader, and like anytime I can use that nib, I'm like in heaven.
0: <laughs> happy girl, happy girl.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's great. That's so great.
1: So what about you? What's your favorite um burners and n- burner nib uh, various tools when you are burning?
0: Um, so my favorite burners, it depends. So if I'm teaching a class, um, for in people who are just getting started, the versatile from Walnut Hollow is the best because it has, and that's the one that has the temperature control. Yes, but it's a solid nib burner. So, um, you know, it's only like 30 bucks, you know, low intro price. Um, but it does the job. I mean, you can look at people like Manisa Robinson, you can look at people like um, Court O'Reilly of Hippie North, who use the Versa tool to make the most incredible photorealistic pieces. And you're like, this simple burner can do everything. Like it really, really can. I think it's a burner that everybody should have in their toolkit. Um, if we're talking about professional burners, um, it is a dead even tie for me between the PJL Enterprises, the Optima One, And the razor tip. Um, Any razor tip. You really can, and you won't go wrong with any razor tip that you purchase. Um, They are just such fabulous machines. Um, Razor tips customer service is phenomenal, their warranty on their tools is amazing. Optima One, um, you get serious customer service where you call a man, he talks to you for an hour on the phone about exactly (laughs) what you might need. Um, Pat is, he's wonderful, but his tools are just so clean and so precise and so wonderful. So you really can't go wrong with either of those burners. They're awesome. Really awesome. And as far as my favorite nibs go, um, I really love just like a loop tip that's curved. I just, I think it's so lovely to use. (laughs) Uh, Especially for my line drawings. Um, A ball nib is, it took me a little bit to really get used to how a ball nib works because I remember when I first picked it up, I was like, these ball nib people are crazy. How are they using this, (laughs) getting such like excellent results? Like, I just, yeah, because the first time you
1: pick it up, it kind of bounces on the wood a little
0: bit. Yeah, it's just not what you expect, I don't think. And so, because you think um, it's going to
1: be like a ballpoint pen.
0: Or, yeah like that it'll be smooth in some way and um, yeah. it definitely takes practice but once you get it you're like ah I get it now like I get why people like this and so um, I also love using a ball nib um, razor tip has a real tiny one that is so much fun to use like the pen is like literally the size of like a real pen like it's so tiny <laughs> and um, but yeah I would say but those two are my favorite for my particular style which is line drawings
1: That's great. Well, let's take a real quick break here and we'll be back in just a minute.
0: Sounds good.
1: And welcome back. So let's take a let's you've got so much going on with Woodburn Corner and home life, homeschooling, family. How do you balance what you need with what your family needs and take care of Rachel?
0: Oh, this is such a great question. Um, so one thing that I learned fairly recently is this word balance is kind of like a double-edged sword. It's really important to have balance. But when you think of the word balance, in order for things to be balanced just right, they have to be nearly perfect. And I don't like that because I like to have room for adjustments right and so i think that it's a constant just checking in on your values and the things that are important to you um and one thing i've really been focusing on lately in the past year in particular is focusing on me and taking care of me and self-care and making sure that my needs are met because i have learned through years of doing it wrong that um, in order for me to pour from my cup, I need to fill it up first. And I have had too many years of pouring from an empty cup and seeing those results and knowing that it could be different, you know? And so this year has been a lot of focusing on what do I need in order to have a successful day um, and feel good at the end? And so taking baths, journaling, um, stretching, spending time with myself, reading, um, having a good cup of tea, you know, all of those sorts of things, checking in with friends um, and family, like those are really important for me in in order to be able to um, feel good. Creating art, that's another huge one is, you know, actually creating the time to go and do that with my, myself. And so, um I have been carving out the time first where it's like Saturday between this time and this time, I'm going to be up in my studio working, you know, and so
1: setting meetings for yourself. Then
0: it's like everything else. Yeah, everything else will fall into place after that, you know. Um I was reading this, no, I was listening to a podcast. What was I listening? I was listening to something. I don't remember what what it was, um no, it's a book. It's a book, and it's called Four Thousand Weeks. Okay, and it's so good. But this guy's talking about how this idea of I'm sure you've heard of it before, where you have a glass jar. This professor's like, here's a bunch of rocks and then pebbles and then sand, and you need to fill it all in the jar. And it's like, don't put the pebbles in the sand in first because then the big rocks won't fit. And the whole idea is that you need to have the things that are of high value to you the things that are really important to go in first before you can fill in with the other stuff but he's like but that's false because that is where everything fits perfectly if you just put it in the right order but everybody has way more big rocks than will actually fit in the jar so it's about saying no to things it's about really figuring out what is so important for you, not just like trying to cram everything inside this jar, because that's when you lose your mind, you know, (laughs) like you need to have your serious priorities set aside and make room for them. And then the ones that are like somewhat interesting, somewhat exciting, you can't just say, oh, I'll do those when I have time, because then they become a distraction from what is actually the most important to you. So instead it's about, focusing on those things and actually saying no to a bunch of other things. And that's not easy to do. I'm I'm no. a yes person way more than I'd like to be. And so um, this book kind of opened my eyes to like, huh, because I'd heard of this rocks and pebbles thing before, but not in this way. And so I really liked it because it seemed like that makes more sense to me than just, oh, if you just put everything in the right order, then you'll be able to fit all, all of the things. And it's like, no, that's actually not what you want. You don't want to fit all of the things. Instead, let's focus on what is really important and then forget about the rest.
1: Right. You, you got to have like your non-negotiable things. Dinner time yes. is non-negotiable. Yes. Between 530 yes. and 8, I am I am busy. I'm busy with my kids yes. and my family.
0: Exactly, exactly. And the same goes for like my mornings when I'm taking care of me. It's like, no, this is my bath time. This is my journal time. This is my sit and have some tea time before the whole world wakes up and my life begins. You know, like this is the time where I'm setting aside for myself. And if it means I'm getting up a half an hour earlier in order to be able to make sure that I really can fully fit in that time for myself, I do that because that's what's really important for me. And I know that my day goes so much better when I've filled my cup first.
1: Yeah. When you get your workout in, when you get your journaling done. And I know you were doing a tracker at the beginning of the year that you kept by your toothbrush. Are you still doing that?
0: That, Oh, of course. Of course. That is something that, um, so I call it habit stacking. It's where you take a habit that you already do, like brushing your teeth every day. Like let's hope that's a habit for everybody (laughs) and you stack on top of that so having a sheet of paper next to it that has the things that i value the things that i find to be very important so that i can check in with myself did i have a chance to do this today did i have a chance to do this today you know and so i can go through and go you know i did not have a chance to stretch today but it's bedtime and i stretching before bed that's great i didn't have a chance to read yet you know what reading before bed that's also great you know like doing my gratitude whatever it might be um it's just that check-in with yourself that can help you to really make sure that you're filling in all of the things that are of high importance and those are that's what's on that list are things that are of high importance to me
1: and and you keep it right in front of you all the time so you can it, it's like putting well, those whiteboarding day. ideas
0: twice a day I see yeah it, so
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Which is important.
1: Yeah. It's like putting the idea on the whiteboard and then you're like, oh, yeah, I have this idea. And then you make it happen.
0: Yeah. It helps to just be reminded daily of the things that I am focusing on.
1: That's great. And so that's your unwind time. That's your Rachel time. And that helps you to keep everything else flowing that needs to. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like it doesn't have, you know, like making sure the kids are doing math or any of those things on it, right? Like what it has on it are the things that fill up my cup so that I can then fill up others. Because if I take care of me first, everything else falls into place so much easier.
1: (laughs) And your day just feels so much better.
0: Yeah, and you end the day with some energy instead of feeling uh, depleted. By 10 a.m., you know, which kids can do to you if they want. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Have that ability.
1: <laughs> Mine are three and almost one. And by nine o'clock some days I'm done.
0: <laughs> You're in the thick of it. Those are those are very hard ages. Very, very hard ages. Mine are um, six, uh, eight and ten right now. So they are so a little, a little bit, bit older more autonomy.
1: Making... Hmm.
0: Yes. I mean, they're downstairs right now by themselves, hopefully doing what they're supposed to be doing. We'll find out.
1: (laughs) Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. So with uh, with every business, with every life's ups and downs and what how do what do you do on those bad days or those hard days to make Mm. it through and uh, get to the next thing?
0: You know, it depends on the day. Sometimes it's like, you know what, I just need to go take a shower. I think getting in a body of water of any kind is like just so like refreshing. You're like, it's a new day. It's fine. You know, remembering that things are temporary, that feelings are temporary is also helpful. Um, I like to zoom out and just kind of think about the fact that we're tiny little ants on a floating planet in space. And like, does it really matter? You know, like is also kind of a nice way to kind of bring things back. Um, leaning into family, long hugs, um, going going to sleep and just going, you know what? We're gonna start again tomorrow. You know, like I think that there's a lot of different ways and I think it just depends on the scenario as to how you kind of pick yourself back up and keep going. Um, but I think just remembering that it's all temporary and it, it just, just helps to kind of put things into perspective.
1: And, the, and then when those good days come, do you take anything from your good days and pull them in for the bad days?
0: Um, Not necessarily. I mean, we do have like ta-da lists that are like look at the accomplishments that we've done. Um, but I think that like on the good days, like, I mean, w- We always, I also have like a a five-year journal where I like to write down a positive or a good thing that happened each day. Uh, I think when you focus on gratitude, when you focus on the positive, you can always find positive things in almost every situation. And so um, maybe it's like focusing on that in the negative times or the bad times. Um, But in in the good times, I think it's just like being really present in the moment. Allowing yourself to really soak it in, take that mental snapshot of like, wow, this is such a cool feeling or a cool thing that my family's getting to do or that I just witnessed or that someone just said whatever it is. And just kind of taking that mental snapshot can be really helpful. Um, I also like to just like if someone leaves a nice comment or sends me a nice email or anything like that, I'll take a snapshot of it and put it into a folder that's kind of like the rainy day folder that like, if I am feeling sad, you can just go and look at that folder and read a couple of things and you're like, you know, things are okay. Things are just fine. <laughs> you know, and that's one on of my moving. favorites. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's just a matter of perspective. I think if you can just keep remembering that this is like, is this really that big of a deal? Is this something that you're going to remember next month? Is this something that you're going to, you know, be bogged down by next year? Like, are you even going to remember this moment, you know? And so I think kind of zooming out can really help with perspective.
1: That makes so much sense.
0: It's not necessarily easy to do. It takes a lot of practice, right? Um, But also leaning on your loved ones. I can't tell you how much just a long, good hug with someone that you (laughs) care about can really make just such a difference, you know? It,
1: it does it there are the day there are days that I'm like I I just need a hug we don't need to talk about it I just need a hug
0: oh, long ones it's the like 20 second or more hugs that you're like that's where the good stuff really starts getting passed between each other and I just those are my favorite so yes. my family all that I'm a big hugger <laughs> it's great
1: yes yes um So I want to do a little speed round here with you. All right. Two different versions of this. So one of them is a Rachel Strauss special. So you know it might not be.
0: Rachel Strauss special. I like that. Like the sound of that.
1: Yeah. So um, this is something that I saw you do during the um, pyrography and business summit, and in a couple of other things that you've done. It's the deserted island. And yes. if you were on a deserted island as a wood burner and you're left with only one I kind of wood.
0: Me between the things that I'm, I, like no one has made me do this before and I oh, make other yes. people do this. Okay, I know. You I make know, other okay. people
1: do it and it's your turn I know, now. it's
0: about time. It's about time that it's my turn.
1: <laughs> yes, all right. So you get one type of wood or surface, one thing to burn on, one okay. burner one nib and one mm-hmm. other odd tool or item. And it's okay. going to be you and these four things on a deserted Island.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, Oh, it's just such a hard question. I can't believe I do this to people. Um, <laughs> I, okay. So I'm going to bring my razor tip because it's my oldest tool that I've had for the longest time. And I just, I love it. I'm going to bring my curved loop nib that is like wonky because I've just used it for so many hours over so many years. Um I'm going to bring basswood with me because I just I love it. Um And I'm going to bring a brass brush so that I can clean my nibs. Okay. Clean nibs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yes it's important. Uh, it's important.
1: I didn't even know about clean nibs or dirty nibs until... At some burn club thing or maybe it was the summit last spring and I'm, I'm a convert to the clean nib club
0: hey love to hear it love to hear it you know I like to think that every dirty nib club person is just a clean n- nib club person that hasn't been converted yet so I'm working, <laughs> on I'm working on converting all of you that are listening in
1: yes <laughs> all right and then this is one of my uh one, one of the fun parts on here I have a little 10 silly questions
0: okay let's hear them
1: alright so uh, some of them are silly some of them are just kind of pick your favorite so dawn or dusk okay.
0: mm, dawn
1: what's your favorite ice cream flavor
0: mint chip
1: what does a person need to be happy ah
0: <sighs> I'm supposed to be answering these quickly, huh? Um, <laughs> well, there's, I mean, this one's kind of a hard one. What does a person need... I think it's about choosing to be happy and finding the joy in things and finding the gratitude. But I also know that people's circumstances are very different and, um, you know, there are privileges involved in all of this. So, um, but I think a lot of times it's a choice. So just choosing to do to find that happiness and find the joy
1: all right uh how would you rate your karaoke skills on a scale of one to mariah carey
0: <laughs> i think in confidence i'm like ai uh i mean if, if if i'm gonna say mariah carey's a 10 okay so i'm, okay. Gonna, I'm gonna say i'm like an eight in confidence um but in the ability to actually like if I've got the words in front of me, sure, I'm an eight. But like if I don't have the words, like, ooh girl, I will make up <laughs> all sorts of things. Um and so I don't know. I'll just say an eight.
1: I'm, awesome. I'm, no Mariah
0: Carey. <laughs>
1: um, what is your favorite season?
0: Fall by a long shot.
1: All the colors. Uh, would oh, you it's, rather ask it's permission? Just... Or beg forgiveness?
0: Forgiveness. And Um, I don't think i beg. Just ask. Just ask. No need to beg.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) On a scale of one to ten, how good are you at wiffle ball?
0: What is wiffle ball?
1: It's like baseball with the, the, and the ball has little holes in Uh, it with the large
0: uh, bat. I mean, I'm, I'm decently athletic I would I would say I'm like uh, I don't know eight I'm gonna eight okay across the board just across there the board yeah.
1: um what's your favorite kind of chocolate dark milk or white
0: uh dark definitely
1: would you but rather if have got, invincibility if it has
0: salt in there especially you know like the sea salt mm. yes
1: the sea salt dark yeah. chocolate caramel mix that's like Anything. yes yeah would you rather have invisibility or super strength
0: invisibility and last one places you could go you know yeah so many places I don't know it sounds really exciting I don't want to be lifting things for people you know but like getting into places and seeing stuff sounds like a lot of fun
1: yes definitely and then last one uh Tell me what you like to do on the weekends in a valley girl voice.
0: Oh, well, I'm from the valley, so I don't even know that I need to do <laughs> anything but that. I'm literally from the Sacramento Valley of California. So,
1: like, <laughs> awesome. thanks for
0: hearing it. Um, I like to make art and just do rad things with my, my family.
1: <laughs> nice, nice.
0: <laughs> that's such a funny funny question I love it it's silly it's great
1: it, it's one of my favorites I asked my brother-in-law that the other day and then he went like full-on stereotypical
0: Old alley girl. all right I love it
1: yeah it was great <laughs> um so I I want to end here we're not not quite ending, but I want to talk about community and community over competition stuff. And so I want to ask you, who are three accounts that we should all be following? And I know that you could give me like a list of 300.
0: I mean, yes. And that's, I think the problem is that there's so many great accounts that I love so much. Um, I would start with um, at Brittany Rattel. She is a lawyer for small businesses that are creative businesses and i just think that that is really important that everybody makes sure that they are legit and that they're doing things properly and that they've got all their ducks in a row so britney Rattel would be one um, for motivation and for um someone that i really look up to as far as how they view life and how they kind of approach life um, i love at live free miranda Um, Miranda Anderson, uh, she was my coach for a couple of years. And she is just such a positive person. And she's all about intentional living. And I just think that that is such a beautiful thing. Um, So I love following her and she's in an um, master's program right now so like her stuff has just been like upped to a whole new level um and then i would say peggy dean of the pigeon letters um because if you want to learn something that is artistic at all she is your girl and her excitement and her you know motivation and her drive and um her generosity and like she's just such a wonderful wonderful human amazing artist and she draws in the most incredible artists who come and teach for her creative retreats and all sorts of things and so um i would say follow peggy dean of the pigeon letters
1: awesome and we'll we'll make sure that we follow them and get those shout outs in there
0: yeah they are fantastic people all three of them
1: awesome Um, And then what let's do what you've got coming up. You've got the the Woodburn sessions, which will be over by the time this posts, but it'll be available for people to purchase
0: the recordings. Correct. Yeah, it's free to attend, but um, we do will have the recordings available individual classes and as a whole. And we have some really, really big name pyrographers who are going to be teaching for it. And each class is between an hour and a half and three hours in length. Awesome. So
1: that's it's um, awesome. So that that's there. And then you've got the, you know, the radial symmetry book that of templates that's well, coming the, out. We'll be
0: out. Yes. It's we'll coming be out at the end of this month. And um, that's a book that I wrote with uh, Basha, my business partner. And um, it is so good. I'm very proud of it. Uh, the art pieces that are in it are fantastic. And it's, you know, combining two amazing creative art forms pyrography and radial symmetry designs they're so meditative they're so relaxing it is just it's a wonderful book that I'm really excited to put out into the world
1: and I got to take Bosch's class uh, last winter on radial symmetry and like then I made gifts for my entire team of radial symmetry woodburn stuff Um,
0: so it was just so
1: nice to like sit down and draw and
0: yeah so it's just such a relaxing art form. So, and it's a community book as well. It has templates from the community in it, as well as templates from myself and Basha. Um, and then it also has a full guide on how to create your own radial symmetry designs. So, it's it's a fantastic book, and it'll be available in digital formats, and it will also be available on Amazon.
1: Okay, nice, nice. Um, and then, uh, burnt week is coming up.
0: It is towards the end of burnt February.
1: week that's correct
0: we're going to be doing it seasonally now um, and that is a week of challenges that happen on instagram um, and if you want the prompts ahead of time, get in Burn Club Plus because you guys get them first um, and then Burn Club gets them and then they're available to the public. So um, having that little bit of a head start can be really helpful for, you know, making your pieces for the week. Um, but it's, Or it just um, stresses you out for an extra week. <laughs> it's just it's five challenges um, to really get you thinking and making something that maybe you wouldn't normally make or try out a new technology technique or a new style or a new medium you know the whole purpose of the burnt week is to really just kind of push yourself and your craft in your art form so that's going to be happening um towards the end of february um and then we will be doing another um summit the wood burning and business summit will be happening again in may Uh, so that's also that was so huge for me last year it was so huge for me too it was an enormous undertaking but it You know, a week just full of so much inspiration, so much great information that was being shared by the community. Um, and was just so much fun. So we'll be doing that again. Um, I'm also in March, I'm going to Alt Summit, uh, in Palm Springs. So I'll be bringing people in burn club plus along for that ride, um, where I'll be taking all sorts of classes and learning all sorts of things from amazing creatives in their different, you know, artistic spaces. So that's going to be coming up. Um, there's, there's a lot happening right now in Woodburn Cornerland. a lot happening. Yeah. And then in Burn Club Plus, every week we have um, our community chats on Fridays where there's a different topic that is being brought up. Right now we're going through tools and supplies, uh, you know, your burners, your uh, nibs, your wood, your tools, all of those sorts of things. Um, and we also have our twice monthly chats. And so, um, and those are our live zoom chats and those are so much fun. So come and join us in burn club plus. There's always lots happening in there. Lots of good stuff.
1: Definitely a fun place to be. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been so fun to chat with you and take the time. Really appreciated it.
0: Thank you for having me and thank you for doing this. I know that like people have been wanting something like this for a long time and I'm just so glad that you are taking it on and doing it up and I'm, I'm so glad that I could come and do this with you. So thank you for having me.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in and a special thank you again to Rachel Strauss from Woodburn Corner. For being our guest today. Next episode, we'll be talking with Hannah Baker from Knots and Embers, and I can't wait to have that conversation with her. Peak Pyrography is produced by Fetty Studios and Justine Fetty. Our producer and sound engineer is Kevin Fetty. If you love today's episode, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. You can share your comments on today's podcast or suggestions for the future on Instagram at peak underscore pyro or via email at peakpyrography at gmail.com. That's P-E-A-K-P-Y-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y at gmail.com. Until next time, keep creating. I can't wait to see what you make next.